0: you are you for a reason and you just have to figure out i, I think that artists i say this about dancers but i'm just going to say artists as well that we are like mutants mm-hmm. like if you think about x-men like they all have different abilities and some people know how to control them more than others and some people don't and that's why they go to the xavier school to figure yes. it out you just have to figure out what your superpower is and how to use it so that's what i would say to you, you are an extraordinary gifted student and you just have to hone
1: in on your gifts richard swag curtis what's up bro what's good brazil brazilian my man what is your experience of life right now this very second
0: um my experience of life right in this moment is just like really figuring out what i need to do and what i have to do and like how to take one step put one foot forward and after another and figure out all that life holds and just (laughs) (laughs) run with the punches but
1: But that sounds pretty relatable i think most people can relate to that yeah it's we're recording this right now right before christmas a couple weeks before you know it's the end of the year and uh, I think as being entertainers out here, we're constantly focused on what's next. Yeah. Right. Like it's every time you achieve a job, no matter how big it is, it's like amazing. And then you're like, yeah. OK, cool. Yeah. What's the next one? Yeah. Right, or how can f- I top that? Right. Mm-hmm. So what is what are your goals for the next year? Like what is it that you want to create with your artistry?
0: Yeah. I think it's actually just that I want to showcase my artistry a, a lot more. I feel like I've I've been choreographing a lot as of the past couple years but i think that i have so much material that i want to do something with it or just challenge myself creatively a little bit more and share that side of me um aside from like you know me teaching and all that
1: do you think that dancers are naturally choreographers or that that, that's like a conscious decision you have to make to expand because you've been a very successful dancer for those who don't know swag has (laughs) been He's been doing his thing <laughs> for a hot minute, you know, working with all kinds of people. But as a choreographer, that's a different approach. Yeah. I think
0: there's two sides, I feel like. There's like the side where you are just a dancer who likes to put moves together and you you like what you do, so you want to share it with others. And then also there's like the industry side of it where you have to choreograph in a way that registers to the viewer or registers to the audience, you know, or looks good with with an artist, you know, what I'm saying. Yeah. So I think that there's two sides. I think naturally I be I wouldn't say I was a choreographer for uh, industry, but I did like to put steps together and I like to teach people. And I was I also come from like the community side of dance, too. So we always, you know, did compete or did showcasing for those so, who don't know the community side of dancing is the community side of dancing is like you know showcases and things that's done within the dance community uh like showcases being put on where we can come and showcase our art and you know there's like battles for dancers for so a majority
1: of the people in the audience are also dancers yeah. like
0: you don't have to be a dancer to also attend but
1: it's really for us, you know. That's like hip hop international, yeah, like wide. conventions. Okay, conventions. Wide. Exactly. Okay, got yeah. It. Yeah.
0: So I did a lot of that growing up. So I naturally set pieces for us to comp- or us to perform. So now coming to LA and bringing that side of me as well. Oh, I can do more with it. I can put it on the stage. I can put it behind an artist. I can put it in a body of work, um, music video. Um, that's like a different side of it too um, to make sure that it you know it registers to the viewers so i don't know if you naturally if you're some people are actually like gifted at creatively so they know what looks good visually so that's one side to it too because you could be a movement coach you know what i'm saying
1: right so um and some choreographers don't even dance like that yeah like they they can put the moves on people but they're not huge performers themselves right they just have a good vision,
0: and they know exactly what's going to read.
1: Yeah, um, so that's interesting. Yeah. Do you ever meet dancers that say they don't want to do choreography? What do you mean? I, I Like, is it just naturally that if you dance, even if you're not a professional mm-hmm. choreographer, mm-hmm. you always do choreography? Mm-hmm. Or do you ever meet people that are like, no, I just want to do other people's choreo? Like, like is that common? Or... I think some people do feel that way because it's probably like either it's a
0: pressure thing or it's like, I just rather just sell the steps versus like, I wanna be a choreographer or a creative director. Some people, I think, yes, some people do like to dance
1: more than they like to choreograph. So it's, so it's not necessary that you do one, you're gonna do the other.
0: No, but I, I think that it's more so like, oh, okay, I've done this and I feel like I could add something from my experience being a dancer. Right. Not
1: necessarily, this is what I, I want to do. Right. You know, yeah. because it's interesting, you know, like if somebody doesn't make it as a professional tennis player, mm-hmm. they could be a tennis coach. Mm-hmm. Right. But in other industries, a lot of times that's looked at as like, a, well, you didn't make it. So therefore you're teaching. Right. Oh, no, yeah. But in the dance industry, teaching, I feel like it's just a part of it. It's part of the come up. Yeah. Right. I think that.
0: Of course if you work a lot in the industry you have something to offer you know teaching um the next generation of dancers you know and some people are not great teachers you know there are some things that you just can't teach however there are really amazing teachers of movement teachers of their style and educators um who do a really good job as also teaching the you know next generation as well so the foundation the foundations of it all the foundations of dance and hip-hop uh, what it how you need to perform in front of a camera like spacing i you know you know what blew my mind that like you know from a camera like the in the lens like widens out so mm-hmm. to us when we're in our window it doesn't look like we're in a window on camera right so if you're standing in front like right behind somebody on camera it looks perfect that's that is bizarre to me like
1: knowing that how it feels in person is yeah, different than so what different. the wide angle or tight lens it yes. changes the the compression yes. of everything yes. yeah.
0: so it's like teachers also teach that and a lot of our, our, us dancers don't even know you
1: know and i feel like okay so so there's a difference between a dancer mm-hmm. a dance teacher mm-hmm. and then like a brilliant choreographer right right because there's people that might be great teachers because they have great patience, mm-hmm. because they're great communicators, right. because they really connect and care about the students, mm-hmm. yeah. right? But they might not make brilliant choreography, mm-hmm. right? But then on the other side, you have choreographers that come up with amazing stuff, but they don't really care when they're teaching it. Yeah, they're just like, look at me dance. Yeah, right. It's like mm-hmm. those are actually individual things. Yes.
0: No, literally, I. That is. That's why I feel like there was a point in time where I feel like it was not discrepancy, but just a, a, a topic of conversation about like who's teaching and like what generation is teaching this and this, that, and the third. And I always had, I always understood both sides, but it was hard for me to really like pick a side necessarily because I definitely think that if you're going to teach, you should have something to offer, you know what I'm saying? And I think something authentic to offer and and it doesn't mean that you have booked this tour, been dancing for this long. That validates whether or not that you can be teaching because there are people who can just start dancing like two years ago and book a world tour. Right. That doesn't necessarily mean that they can be great, you know, teachers or choreographers. You know what I'm saying? However, there you can't. So it's, it's always been, you know, difficult to really grasp, like, you know, I think that this person can teach because they have something dope to offer. There is something that they can do
1: that I can't do. And I would like to learn that, you know, I think. Yeah, it's at just the like, most fundamental level, you know that's I'm it. Saying? It's like somebody doesn't need to have a PhD to teach third grade. If you're a fifth no. grader, you should be able to teach third grade, right? Because it's like yes. you're just further along than the students. Yeah. And if you love what you do and
0: you care about the authenticity of it all and you're, you care about your own self-growth, then... I think that those are qualities of someone that I would want to train from or learn from because they might have something to offer that I didn't know that I could pull out of myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I just think that's, that's, how I feel about as far as like class, you know.
1: And also in person, you get to feel their energy. It's different yeah. than just watching a YouTube video mm-hmm. of somebody's choreo. Yeah, Because maybe just being in the same space as this other t- teacher or choreographer mm-hmm. or whatever, you feel their vibe, their energy, mm-hmm. yeah. the way they walk around the room, the yeah. way they breathe with it. Exactly. And sometimes it's that that you're learning. Yeah, It's not even the steps, is you're picking up their like dragon energy or yeah. whatever, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Who are some of your favorite teachers that have made an impact on you? Um. One is, I have have a lot.
0: I have a long list because I trained from a lot of people. But um, Brian is at the top. um, Tassandra. For
1: those who don't know, let's say the full names. uh,
0: Brian Freeman, Tashandra Chavez. um, Of course, Trisha Miranda. Um, I also love Tucker Barkley. Mm. Um, I love Caitlin Watson, Candice Brown, uh, Laura Edwards. Laura. Yeah, Laura. Yo. Cub scouts days when uh Jay blade oh Jay blaze and all of them they were uh, posting their videos like those were like i couldn't wait to learn like combos like that or like just train from them because it was just so like it, everyone was bucking their own way like yes. especially like tucker um
1: who else uh it's Th- that it's too was many. like it's early s- that was like right before social media dance yeah up, right when, when like people were just doing like iphone videos here and yeah. there you the know? quality was at 720 at the highest yeah exactly <laughs> i remember that era man yeah there was also a period of time when millennium hadn't moved yet and it was still at the i don't know if it was the first location but the Lancashire location yeah yeah you know and that's when movement lifestyle was down the street and, and debbie Reynolds was still there mm-hmm. where it felt like Lancashire was like um a college campus no literally right like you'd be <laughs> yeah, walking literally. down the street and you'd run into people yeah just at republic of pie or at eat or whatever mm. right on on that corner yeah. like it was literally like what i would imagine being in college feels like yeah All and right? like
0: literally right in front of millennium like everyone's just like right out in the front or just in the back yeah. in that little uh seating area like it was it really did feel like college
1: it was such a unique just era of time you for know? sure so much for creativity sure. happening and 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 everybody was working on stuff and the nappy yeah. taps you're down the street too oh, yeah, they nappy were tabs. all Yo. right there i remember shopping in nappy
0: Taps, <coughs> like trying to look for the newest <laughs> pant to wear like i was like all right what they got new what the, what's new yeah yeah i remember that
1: i i felt really lucky to be a part of that era for real you know like just yeah. just just seeing how everybody was starting to build their channels mm. everybody like the whole thing started there
0: yeah we was outside in the streets making the concert videos. Yeah,
1: yeah, all over those alleyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It was definitely a time I, I always reminisce about those moments because, you know, and watching that on like on YouTube made me excited to want to come out there. Like, not only did we, you know, I can make money from doing something that I love, but I get to have fun and create like dope content. Yeah. To look back on, you know, after you know the coming years to see like, wow, like. This is what we was up to in this era. You know what I mean? So yeah. when did you move to L.A.? In 2014. 2014.
1: OK, yeah. cool. So you got here a couple years after me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how old are you now? I'm 26. OK. Yeah. OK. Word. So you were there. You got there like in your, te- your teen age. I was like 18, 19. 18, 19. Yeah. Dude, you were killing it from the very beginning. Man, like every <laughs> memory I have of you is just you it's being massive. an incredible performer. <laughs> Thank you. That That's actually where I come
0: from. Um, the studio I grew up. And shout out to New Style Motherload, is the studio that I grew up in, and we all we did was um, showcasing, and one of the biggest things was being full out and performance. We would stand in front of the mirror and just make faces from the dances that we know or the mixes that we had and we just look at look at ourselves in the mirror. Like I remember that vi- vividly being a memory. Just
1: training, just, the, just training. the posture, the look. Yeah, You know, they've done uh, studies where they take people that are depressed and they have them practice these power poses mm. for like 30 minutes a day where they have to like look in the mirror mm. and do this. They, they show all these photos of people like winning the Olympics or Michael Jordan when he won the game, he's like, oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. J- yeah, just yeah. whatever. Just do these celebration moves mm-hmm. for like 30 minutes a day for like 30 days. And a lot of them had like a severe change. Like Mm. sometimes just doing the act of celebration triggers our brain to feel great. That makes sense. And the crazy part though is that we think that we need to have an excuse to feel good. That we say, oh, when I win the thing, then I get to celebrate, then I get to feel good. But the feel good comes from the celebration. Mm -hmm. You can celebrate now. Yeah. You can celebrate the beginning of the project. Just right. jump like it feels good to jump up and down, right? And what you guys were doing, you guys were like yeah. conditioning. We were, we were those power states. How you need to perform
0: literally? How are you going to execute when it's really time to really put that in action? How are you going to do it? I need to see it right now. That makes so much. I mean, Duh. that makes so much sense though, because right. you're literally staring at yourself and practicing how you're actually going to deliver, and then once that becomes natural just becomes you yes you don't have to practice it as much anymore
1: yes because then it begs the question well what is you what is you that's deep right when people are like well you know i'm not like that well Mm -hmm. who's the i says who right nobody's a rock you know nobody's an astronaut till they go to space facts
0: like facts (laughs) it's like when you say you're shy but then like for real for real you're like not really shy you're actually very outgoing
1: yeah I think it's just a temporary state, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I'm not always confident. Mm -hmm. I'm not always shy. I Mm -hmm. feel confident in this moment or I feel shy in this moment. But when we attach ourselves to the identity, Mm -hmm. then it's limiting. Right. Right? But as a performer, you know. I can be anybody Yeah, I could cast you as a Mm -hmm. depressed person Mm -hmm. today. So now you have to act a certain way. I'm casting you as a... Or whatever, you know what I mean? Right. Can't say that. <laughs> As a <laughs> <bleeper>. <laughs> whatever, right? We have to be able to yeah. emote that. Mm-hmm. We are
0: performers with our bodies. We are our bodies are our instrument, you know. And literally, how you play those different notes, you know what I'm saying? You have to you have to figure out those different textures, th- that different energy, like what level you need to be at. It's just, it's the same thing.
1: Yeah, and it's not just dancers using that as an instrument. Mm -hmm. It's everybody. Everybody. But but we don't uh, identify with it so much, right? Like when people say, uh, like when they go to like to watch a a game, Mm -hmm. right? And their team wins. And then they say, yeah, yeah. And they're like, I feel so good because my team won. It's like, no, you no. feel so good because you were celebrating. You were
0: celebrating. You felt a part of the team. Yeah. You were right there
1: celebrating with them. Yeah. No, it's yeah. like it's that, it's that performance mm-hmm. that really feels good. Yeah. Mm.
0: So practicing that my you know, I'm actually trying that. Practicing that for 30 minutes.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Or for any amount of time, but just like act physically act like how you want to feel. Right because they do kind of trigger each other. Mm -hmm. And then, you
0: know, once you remember that feeling, it's like, okay, this is what this feels like. So when you practice it, you're like remembering that feeling. Yes. Mm -hmm. And and you're not just practicing it for later, you're doing it then. Doing it then for right now, like how you feel. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. come on therapy <laughs> right it's trivia, man yeah. it's so deeper it's so deeper <laughs> dig deeper yeah i like i like i don't like surface like i never really like the whole oh, surface level surface talk like like dig deeper like we're we're humans like we're all growing we're, we need each other to grow you know what i'm saying yes. we can't do this all on our own okay and i think that that's definitely like what the world needs to dig deeper
1: in your mind right now what's the meaning of life
0: the meaning of life definitely is growth. You're forever growing. You're forever learning. You're forever unlearning. But for like, because we're not, I feel like we're like versions of like a snake, like how you have to shed your skin. Mm-hmm. We're always unlearning something to become anew or being born again. So I, I just feel like it's just growth forever. Forever yes. growth.
1: Constant growth. Constant growth. Like a tree. It grows until it can't grow anymore. Exactly. Right. And you have a
0: solid foundation.
1: I mean, isn't that interesting that um, a lot of personal development isn't just learning but like you said it's also unlearning like when you start going to therapy and all these seminars and these kinds of things you'll learn a lot of it is mm-hmm. just undoing the bullshit yes. Yes. because naturally we're supposed to be happy mm-hmm. we're supposed to be ecstatic and creative and yeah. playful and free yeah. Yeah. it's all what it's the shit that's in the way yes that we have to get rid of
0: <laughs> absolutely no absolutely right? that He's- is that's the key right there once you realize that that is all of that and you get to finally be like okay i i can start a new today or i can choose right now who i want to be how i want to be and what i want to do and how i want to do it once you realize that that's who you can be right now you have so much in front of you to to paint infinite
1: possibilities infinite possibilities to paint whatever color whatever shade anything but we have to catch ourselves because sometimes we get stuck in the pattern Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Like, if I get stuck in the same pattern of of stressing out about something, mm-hmm. at some point you have to stop. Maybe you know. Go for a walk or something. Maybe, wait a minute, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't have to feel this way. Yeah, I could just be dancing while I do this or whatever, right? I could be putting on some fun music. It's yeah. like, like yeah. there'll be days where I'm editing and and I don't need to to listen to what I'm doing, so I'll have like the news on in the background. But then it's like I'm feeling stressed all day. It's like yeah, because I'm hearing people hear argue pe- about fucking politics. It's yeah. like, why don't I just put on like Dave Chappelle or something? But mm. just put on something funny. Yeah, you know, put a, put put on a comedy movie or some Brazilian music or something. It's like I can choose to make this experience better.
0: Yeah we literally are living in our bodies right now like yeah what are you what are you waiting on like we are human beings you know sometimes we get caught up like being stuck and yes. it's like you can make a decision right now and all you have to do is be like okay let me count down to 3 you know <laughs> or from 3 like let's uh let's take a beat or um maybe i need to eat
1: yes that's a, that's like 50% <laughs> of the problem most of the maybe time maybe i need to yeah. eat <laughs> <laughs> i would be getting so cranky when i don't eat yeah you look- we let the days
0: go by and not realize, like, we need to take care of ourselves real quick. We need to set aside some time.
1: Yeah. We can't just go. without not machines. You, you have, have you heard of um intermittent fasting? I have heard it. I've never done it, though. I feel like as artists, a lot of times we do it accidentally because we just be we just forget to eat. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Intermittent fasting is when you only eat for, like, an eight-hour window, only from, like, 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. or something. Mm-hmm. Right? And there'll be days where I'm on set where I just forget to eat and right. it's like halfway through the day and i'm like oh my god i need some mexican food <laughs> <Now>. <laughs> something, something quick right now something uh, just fill me up for me it's rice beans and chicken mm-hmm. just and potatoes oh huh. that's all like, ingredients that's great they are I mean, great <laughs> it just makes me feel so good <laughs> yeah yeah it's just you know it's nourishing it's filling what's something you've had to overcome in the last couple of years that you would like to share a um, challenge that you um that you really feel like made more of you? I think
0: being I mean, I feel like I like I try to be the most honest either version of myself and the most honest to, you know, the people around me. But I really feel like being like taking care of myself and being more honest with myself and what I need. I think being more gracious, if I want to use that word, um with myself, uh, and know that Everything happens in its own time and everything happens for a reason. And there's a a season for that. And yeah, just be gracious with your journey and your path. Like it doesn't have to happen in a certain amount of time. But as long as you are being intentional with your goals, your passions and, you know, things, other things that make you happy, then you don't have to worry about time and like it being, you know, happening right now.
1: Yeah. Especially in the creative fields, right? Because yeah. there is no timeline. No. Like you said, somebody could be dancing for a year or two and book a world tour. Yeah. Other people do it on their 10th year mm-hmm. or whatever. There's no trajectory that's yeah. exact.
0: But it's like in those mean times, not being stuck by that fact and having other things that you are passionate about to do in the meantime. And the right person will see exactly what they need to see for you to make whatever goal happen.
1: Yeah. And artistically speaking, passion is so important. hmm because passion is care, it's nurturing, right? It's like, it, it, an artist doesn't just get it done. It, an artist does it right. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. yeah. Right, like like somebody who just does like a regular job, like okay, cool, it's done. But when you're an artist, it's like, wait a minute, can it be better? What if I do it this way? What if mm-hmm. I move the light a little bit mm-hmm. this way? What if we just tweak this, tweak that? It's that care, Is that yeah. passion. To get the right, or not the
0: perfect, doesn't have to be perfect, but just get the vision exactly how you would like it to be seen.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's such an important ingredient. And also realizing that the process is the gift.
0: hmm
1: absolutely. Right, like we yeah. spend more time making the thing than, you know what I mean, than like the day of. Like yeah. the performance is one day, mm-hmm. but you spend so much time in rehearsal. If you don't enjoy rehearsals, how are you gonna enjoy the show? you
0: you're rehearsing the piece for the show you're also training your body to actually be able to do the moves create the moves like yeah it, it goes even beyond the rehearsal it's the training point when you are in your you know your foundations or you're taking your ballet your modern your jazz your contemporary. it's those foundations that you're training your body to do so that you can be able to even get into the rehearsal space yeah you know what i mean so it goes even beyond taking the classes you know then get into the rehearsal space and then being able to pick up whatever's being done you know this it's it's a lot of like layers to being you know this ideal not ideal but this dancer that is trying to add itself to this industry you know
1: yes you have to be passionate about the whole process yeah you have to love all that love all of it because if you're just like oh i have to go to rehearsal it's like, well, here, <laughs> or you're like,
0: oh yeah, I'm just doing this for the money, or oh yeah, like it's like, yo, like the reason, the reason that you started to do this in the first place is because of what, and that is what's supposed, not supposed to, but that is what is to fill you. Yes, give you that, like, oh, this is why I can get up and do this. I, that was one thing that I wanted when I was growing up, or like you know, in high school and trying to figure out what it is I wanted to do. I knew that I wanted to. Do something in the arts or dance Because I knew that I I wasn't going to get tired of it I wanted to do something creative Because waking up To get to a job at 8 And and uh, getting out at 6 Or 4 yeah. Whatever the case is I, I didn't want to do that I didn't want to be on somebody else's schedule You knew that early on? I knew that early on Like in middle school Really? Yeah How'd you come to find out? I think that I had just Started dancing for the Warriors Junior Jam Squad, and I got a check, and I was like, "Oh, this is a job! Like I'm getting money to dance at halftime or at a Warriors game, or I can make money. Oh, okay, I would like to do this again. Okay, cool. More please. More please. Okay, and then I then end up doing the Kids Choice Awards and the Just Dance Disney game, and then I saw that, and I was like, "Oh." wow i want to do this like i think that that's so cool to see myself in a, in a video game or to see myself on an award show whoa that's so dope and you, those were some of your earlier jobs yeah when i was younger <laughs> wow and i was like yeah i definitely want want to continue to pursue this so by the time that i was a uh, senior we were you know doing applications and trying to write our personal statements and i ended up talking to my mom and i was like um we're starting to, you know, fill out these applications. And I'm just wondering, just in case, like, do I even have to go to college? Like, do you want me to go to college? And she was like, No, you don't have to go to college. And I was like, Oh <laughs> thank you, Lord. Like I was like, No. I I didn't want to do it. I, I just I just knew what I wanted to do and I didn't think that I needed to get a degree in like dance to be able to right. dance. You know, I think that as long as I had an agent. And they were riding for me that, you know, everything else would, you know, fa- fall into place. Uh, so that was a huge, like, weight off my shoulders. And so I knew at a young age that that's what I wanted to do so that, you know, I-, I can make the connections I needed to make. So when I moved
1: out here, I was, you know, set. And did your mom believe that it could be a real career early on?
0: Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her. She put me in the right spaces for me to do what I need to do on the dance floor and you know she my mom was really a1 <laughs> in this like she really was like my biggest cheerleader so that's amazing yeah
1: not everybody's lucky enough to have that that, that and support I, and understanding I, I realized,
0: yeah I, I realized that too as I got older too that you know I had friends that you know really did this on their own and I really like supported them in that as well and like wanted to make sure that you know just because of how you where, or where you came from like it doesn't matter like you can still make it too you know what I mean like we can yes. all do this we can all get there and there be some talented people you know what I mean and it just like even fuels me because if
1: they can do it then I can too you know yes it's very nice to see so many different people creatively succeed yeah especially in, in this circle here I know in the rest of the world it's like one of few people yeah. get to make it. But yeah. in LA, we get all those people. Mm-hmm. We get the best people from mm-hmm. each state, each country or whatever. Yeah. So we're kind of biased in that as we look around, most people are doing, are kind of killing it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, I scroll through my timeline. It's like, oh, he's performing over here. She's performing there. He's on tour, she's on tour. You're like, wow, whoa, 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 whoa. It just shows you, oh, it's totally possible. Yeah, It's, it's not only possible, it's, it's probable. If you just put yourself in there and you do Absolutely. the work. Absolutely, you- that part, <laughs> that part if you do the work any it's going to
0: be possible there's it doesn't matter about when it's going to happen as long as you are doing what you need to do you yes. know what i'm saying everybody it's everybody's time it's someone else's time and right now it's time for you to be you know inspired by what's happening how they how they moved it's time for you to now be inspired inspiring to someone else because they're just trying to get here. Yeah. You know, everybody has some type of role to play in all of this, you know, flowing har- harmoniously, you know what I mean? I love that word. It's it's like inc- all inclusive. It's yes. like a big melting pot. Yes. You know, just flowing together in in like nice song, you know?
1: <laughs> yes. And everybody plays their part mm-hmm. in a harmony, in a harmony. It's, it's a different word than balance. Yeah, because that a, a, a few podcasts before I was tr- I was telling somebody that I, I wanted to bring more balance into my life, and then she said, "Why don't we think of it as harmony? Because in mm-hmm. harmony, it means that not every piece is equal. That sometimes you're gonna be focusing a lot on this mm-hmm. instrument and mm-hmm. a little bit on that one, but then you switch it to the yeah. uh, to the crescendo of the yeah. song or whatever, right? Exactly. There's, there's phases and stages. Yes. not everything is gonna get exact equal attention exactly. every day. It it doesn't have
0: to be that because. You know you we do so much in the day anyway you know what i'm saying yeah. and like we spend this much time on this and this much time on that and it's not all the same amount of time right you know so that makes that makes sense too how you describe that too because you don't have to be on this for an hour you can you know take like 15 minutes yeah you can take 10 you could take an hour
1: you know because because then otherwise i keep thinking that i'm failing if it's not balanced but mm-hmm. then spend ex- an equal amount of time with my dog and with this and with that and speaking to my one sister and the other. It's like no, no. You know what? Today I could talk to you. <laughs> yeah, pick one. And that's good enough. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll figure it out another day. You know, I feel like yes. that's that's
0: the ebb and flow, and that's why I like the life that we live because we literally can do anything at whatever time. It doesn't have to be. I love that.
1: Structure. I love that so (laughs) much. (laughs) Structure (laughs) is nice, but also so is going with the flow. Like, you know, because sometimes you feel it different. yeah. You know, like a couple of nights ago, I just was so inspired. I was editing till like two or three in the morning and it felt great. Cause I was like, you know, I don't have to, but I'm on a roll. I just wanted to yeah. rock, knock these out. And then I was, I felt so good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got to sleep in. I got to choose that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just about getting the result. Obviously when you're on set, you have a call time. Yeah, But we're not on set all the time. We spend more time. Not that part. Most of the time, not on set, so that you have all that time to edit because yeah, you know you have that time. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, I like the variety of it all. Yeah, because there's some days I do want to get up super early, Mm -hmm. you know, crack dawn and 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 do that sunrise call time thing. Other days it's like nah, I want to be up (laughs) till yeah till then, yeah, up till then, yeah, exactly. Or
0: sometimes I want to go to the amusing part. I just want to feel a rush, you know, because I just need to just get out or I need to hear some music and just be at a lounge. Like just that like opportunity to just say, oh, I wanna go and do this and can. Mm -hmm. You know, I can jump out of a plane if I wanna be that dramatic, like what? Have you? I have not, but I have wanted to. You want to? to?
1: I do. Oh bro, next time you go, let me know. I'm on my ninth jump. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's really fun. I really wanna do it. It's
0: the, the rush.
1: Yeah, you know, it's such an incredible, Will Smith made a great video about it, in that the scariest part is all before you jump. Mm -hmm. It's the whole buildup of getting on the plane and be like, oh my God, we're really doing this. This is a small plane, It can only feel like 10 people, (laughs) right, it's like the inside of the plane is smaller than this room, right, and you're all just bunched up together and you're you're going tandem, right, you're like, okay, and it's going up and and, and you pass the clouds, and once you pass the clouds, you think, well, Well, we're probably almost there, right? (laughs) So you look at your altimeter, you have this watch, and each number tells you it's like a 1,000 feet, mm-hmm. right? And you realize you pass the clouds, you're only at 2,000 feet and you jump at like 14. Oh. So you, then you just keep going, keep going, keep going. And then eventually when the door opens, your first time looking out the door is your jump. You don't get to look at it and be like, okay, cool. All right, I'm gonna do it for real. Like, no, 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 no. When you're kneeing up to the door, that is your, the first time you see it, you're going through it, you know? <laughs> it's like, like you, you just get, get to the edge yeah. and he's like arch or he or she, last time I jumped with a girl and, and you just arch forward and you just roll, you just roll right into it. And here's the thing, you don't feel like you're falling. Whoa. At all. So you're just like there. You don't get the stomach f- drop. No, because yeah, y- uh, the wind. Mm, Cause you gonna... fall right into, you're going like 120 miles an hour yeah. down. So the way it feels like you're laying down on on wind. If that makes any sense, like okay. I felt safer out of the plane. Mm-hmm. It sounds kind of trippy. No, I, I understand the the feeling visual. Okay, you know, like when you're driving on the highway and um and you stick your hand out the window mm-hmm. and you can yeah. feel the wind and you can push up against it. Yeah, and that's at whatever sixty, seventy miles an hour, eighty. Where well, you're falling at like one twenty, so you're rolling right into it's it. It's like a bed. Of yeah, wind. a bed of wind mm-hmm. exactly, and then you're just like you're like. Ah, it's incredible. It's incredible. You have like a minute of free fall, and then um and then either you pull the parachute or they do, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But there's a a computer on it. So if both of y'all just pass out,
0: it's gonna do it's gonna open. Okay. And
1: if it doesn't, there's a backup shoot. So it's actually, statistically speaking, you're more likely to die driving there. Hmm. That's like comforting. On, on, on your way to the place, that's more <laughs> on dangerous. On your way
0: to jump out of a plane, you're more likely to die from driving.
1: That. Yeah, just the drive is more dangerous, right? <laughs> the, once you're out of the plane, it feels incredible. I bet. And then you pull the parachute. And when you pull the parachute, you're still like 5,000 feet up. Just floating down. For, yeah, for like minutes. Yeah. You know, and you're just like, and you get to go right, left. No, that sounds, and you're just, that sounds fire. And, and it doesn't feel the same as like looking at the edge of a building. Like if you just look over a bridge, you get that stomach, your, your stomach is like Ooh. Mm-hmm. You're so high up that it's not even, height isn't even the concept anymore. Yeah. You're just you're just up there up the yeah. and earth is down there, mm-hmm. you know? And I remember um, my buddy that I'm actually seeing this weekend, we used to go and do goal setting sessions. And then when we jumped out of our airplane and we landed, our landing was the commitment to the goals. Right. It was like, well, if we survive this jump, as soon as my feet touch the ground, I right. commit to building my business or whatever yeah. the heck. You know, it's- That's actually fire. No, that's, yeah. those are good friends.
0: Yeah. Keep you like, all right, what's next? What's next? The yes. next big one. The next big one. No, yeah, I, even, um, even through the pandemic too, like I've always been interested in like fashion and uh as of recently now i i really like uh like djing yeah. I, I don't have like a dj set but i really enjoy like curating like a list of you know songs to listen to when i'm in a room
1: yeah put the vibe together put
0: a vibe together and even like in my house like i like a vibe like i have these hue lights that change colors but anyway um oh i
1: like those those are on the app yes yeah, yeah, you can yeah. change the color. no it really sets the vibe
0: yeah. um but I forgot what I was about to say, but
1: I think S- setting the vibe DJ in.
0: Yes. I've have like these other like things that I, or interests, I would say. um And like, I want to get into, you know, DJing or, or, you know, into opening up my store. I had opened up a store through um the pandemic or when I was, when it was the pandemic. um
1: Like an online store? Yeah. Like
0: an online store of like to sell clothes. I would design the, the designs and put them on sweatshirts, uh, sweat, uh, sweatpants and t shirts and I had like bags really on my entrepreneurial because I was like, I don't know what's <laughs> what's going on now. So I need to figure out something. Yeah. Um and that's something that I always wanted to do. So um I had started that and then recently I want to learn how to, you know, DJ just to find, you know, different forms of like artistry aside from. Yeah, you know, an dance. expression and you don't yeah. have to be limited. Yeah.
1: You know, there's people that are dancers, that are photographers, or designers, yeah. that are singers, that mm-hmm. are this. I mean, look at Childish Gambino. Look yeah. Look at how much he does. Yeah. From community to this is America to Atlanta. Yeah. Do you watch Atlanta?
0: I've seen a few episodes, but I'm not consistently
1: like watching it. I know it's a good show though. Yeah, I'm on like my second time watching it. It's, I just love how artsy it is. Yeah. It's just- He is artsy. It's like a a filmmaker's filmmaker. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause you know, like how you just said, when you're creating choreography for the stage, you have to know your audience. Yeah, Sometimes exactly. you can't do the hardest choreo on no, stage. it's not you have gonna to read. to do what reads, yeah. right? And um, so you have to kind of cater to the audience. Mm-hmm. Well, in Atlanta, he did the opposite. He was like, what is like, the more artsy way to do this that isn't the most audience friendly mm-hmm. but he just went for it like there'll be episodes that have nobody from the main cast
0: mm. that's like anime like sometimes it does that. oh does anime do that <laughs> Anime sometimes do that like it'll be just like a, a whole different storyline
1: yeah that somehow contributes to the bigger picture yeah. but it has none of the main characters yeah. it's just a side story mm-hmm. that just happens you know like what was that about yeah and it's just like it's just dope it's mm-hmm. Nice to have that freedom. It keeps you like engaged
0: in a different way because you're you're so we're so used to just like shows just coming on, going off and like being a certain way. But when you like switch it up, it's like, Oh, this is actually a different experience. Watch. I'm I'm watching something with a different experience. And so now that's like, Oh, I didn't know I was intrigued by that and I'm gonna watch the next episode to see how they connect all, the, all of that together.
1: Yeah, and I, I think, think it's the dope. fact that there's creative freedom there mm-hmm. is necessary. Like what you're talking about doing mm-hmm. with the merch design mm-hmm. and the choreography and the DJing, right, curating the vibes and all these things. It's like, you don't have to be limited to say, I just do this one art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at all. And I, I, it was one of those things where it's
0: like, you don't have to be good at it right away. You don't have to know what you're doing right away it's okay to make mistakes along the way because those mistakes is what's going to make it be that more authentic because you're trying, you know, you're putting in effort. Yeah. So, and that was one of my fears of opening up a store is like, I know that I like designing or, you know, I like designing shirts and I know that I like clothes. Why not, you know, put something that you like to do together and share it with the world and whoever, you know, resonates and likes it will support, you know what I'm saying?
1: You can do whatever you want. Yeah. You only have one mm-hmm. life to live. Why not? Why not? Were Why you not? were you um design them like on Photoshop or by hand or how were you doing them? I was using um like an app or something that was um
0: either on the website that I was using to okay. make the clothes. Um and then I would ask, you know, some friends who were um, designers like to design a print and then um, I would put my logo with it and Dope. mix it all together. Dope. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So I really collaborated to to make it because I can't do it all on my own. Yeah. So I definitely had help, and thank you so much to y'all that did that um, to really make it all to come together. So
1: I love that entrepreneurial spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You know, I'm, you know, it's, it could be a great dancer, you know, but like, how can you also? figure out what's your business you know because dance is also a business in its own right mm-hmm. and then what other businesses can you tap into i definitely believe in like having multiple streams of income yeah you know and even my mom like taught me that as well like to really be on your entrepreneur stuff like yes you are a dancer but you're also a person You mm-hmm. know? there's also goals that you have other than dance that you want to do you know so there's just like a lifestyle that i see myself living that i want to make sure that i'm you know laying a solid foundation so i can live that
1: i love that and it's nice to have those different things to dabble in Mm -hmm. because if you do one thing for too much like you said the regular nine-to-five job i'm sure there's people that that love their nine-to-five but if i did the same exact thing every day it would would burn me out yeah it's nice to go from doing this to to that and like having those little i don't know as an artist you need that yeah yeah
0: so that you can be inspired to do the other thing because sometimes like when you do one thing for so long, it's like, like you said, you get burnt down. It's like, oh, I'm not inspired anymore. But by me actually you know, creating a playlist in color lights, for some reason, I'm inspired to choreograph.
1: Yes. You know what I'm saying? So You let the creativity flow through yeah, you. Yeah, let it flow. Where does creativity come from?
0: It comes from, I feel like if one comes from within, of course, I think that it also comes from, you know, other experiences Um, either like you're watching someone else and like you see how they move and you're like wow how do you get your body to move that way it's like oh okay I see that you use a lot of this foundation how can I apply that to myself and how I like to move it's like you're allowing someone else's gift to bleed onto you as well and not take what it is that they do but kind of merge it in what you do and figuring out how you can make it more of you than you know, you just taking something and copy and pasting it.
1: Right. Like you receive the impact of their art. Yeah. And then you still have to make it yours, but
0: Absolutely. Cause I even for me, like if I'm just gonna talk about dance, I'm eight years ago, dancer me it is not the same dancer me that I am today. Like I was super full out, like and just had no control really. But now I feel like I've definitely gotten a lot smoother or just how I like to approach dance now like I'm always gonna be full out but I think I approach dance now from like a smoother standpoint and knowing when to pack the punches in certain places yes just uh, because
1: you can doesn't mean you should you know what I mean like
0: and I also want people to be able to see me dance and be able to watch it tastefully I don't want it to be like I can't breathe I don't I don't want yeah. someone to watch me like I can't breathe I want somebody to, to breathe with me and and kind of like vibe with what I'm doing so so when it has that peak it matters it mattered you remembered it yes you know what I mean so I think that in in all of that I don't know where I was at see I was trying to I always have these little metaphors and it take and it takes my brain other places um but I think that you know the old me and the new me is totally different and I know that um how i approach dance now is more of a um more of a from a mature place you know what i mean so i don't know
1: what i like going that, on with that. <laughs> i like that no for sure because we all have our perceptions of how we're doing mm-hmm. and it's nice to see like the same way you said more mature right Just yeah because you can doesn't mean you should go full out yeah i feel that same growth with me on the video side mm-hmm. right like sometimes it's like you have all these equipment and these tricks you could do Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah, you don't need to go crazy with the camera every time. Yeah, sometimes keep it still.
0: Keep it still so that you can allow the chaos that's happening in front of you be captured. Yeah, and then once it's once it's (coughs) slows down a little bit, once that literally slows down, then maybe you can move because now we're like,
1: it's having intention with it. Exactly. Time and place. That part, right? Because it's like in in a in a movie the camera is also a character, mm-hmm. right? So if the scene is a stable scene, the camera is this way. If you go from being tripod to being handheld, it's supposed to tell you something different in the story, right? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like, we're running. We don't have sense of certainty. What's going on, right? It's supposed to be that for a reason. But I think early on, a lot of videographers, we just, we just do stuff because it looks cool, not knowing what the intention is. What the, yeah, what the intention is. And even, <clears throat> excuse me, mm-hmm.
0: as I'm... As I'm even learning the gum, as I'm even learning camera work as well, I think that, that that's something that I have to pay attention to being a choreographer because what is the story that you're going to be telling and how can you let that register on camera? You know what I mean? What can the camera do to make this um add on to the story that you're trying to tell with your choreography? I, that's something that a lot of, I'm not going to say a lot of dancers, but you as a creative have to be mindful of, not yes. realize.
1: Yes, for sure. Well, because they're all different tools to be used, right? Same thing with lighting. Sometimes you want the light to be nice and bright on the face, other times, no, shadows on the face, mm-hmm. right? But it's for a reason. What are we serving? What are we serving? How is this serving the mission? What is the mission? Is there a mission, right? Because a lot of times when we did dance concept videos back in the day, they weren't really conceptual. It was just a dance video outside somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Most of what we all call concept videos had no concept. Mm -hmm. They were just dance videos. Yeah. In the park, in the street, in an office.
0: And sometimes that actually is dope. Like sometimes I just want to see dance. Like sometimes even when I have put out something recently or a, a few years ago that I was like, I just want to just dance. Like, I don't want to make it, like, too conceptual or this, that, and the third. Like, I just kind of want to put some choreography together and just have it be filmed nicely with a camera. And sometimes it's like, okay, it it starts off as that, but then once you get in the location, it's like okay, how can we make this like, not corny, but like, how can we make this look like something instead of it just being like, okay, five, six, seven, eight, we just hit the choreo. Like, how can we actually create a vibe? Like, where are we at? Are we outside? We chilling? Oh, did we meet up? Well, okay, what are we doing, you know? It's it's
1: kind of adds to the 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 gravity of like drawing the audience in. Yes, exactly. And then that's a decision you can make. Oh, this is a performance video. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. If it's a performance video, then then what are we doing with that performance? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Is it a heartbreak performance or is it a let me just feel good and just feel swaggy? Yeah. That's a whole different kind of performance. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 And I think being outside like provokes a different emotion, like or being um, in sand or in body of water, like by the by the uh, ocean. Like, what does this all mean? Like, seeing into the into the ocean. I really like the sand, like the push and pull, like being by the beach, like. Mm. That provoke and just like looking out like that is a nice
1: shot. I love nature, mm-hmm. filming in nature, being in nature, the forest. Like, yes, that is a fire shot. Like the greenery with the brown. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's why I made this <laughs> this kind of no, look over here. Yes, I,
0: when I came <laughs> in, I was like, "Oh, this is
1: so comforting. Like, I like it. Yeah, this is cool. It makes me feel good." What's your dream home like? I know it's a, just a weird jump, but
0: yo, I have, I have two. Like, I see one, like in a rainforest, like I just see like rivers and like just the sound of the rivers like flowing. And then I also see like an overview of something. I, I see clouds, so I'm not sure if it's that high up, but or a city, it's like either or like, it's either very modern or very like cultural, like we're somewhere else. Some I like time, that. Some, somewhere else. Um, but I like that, I like the sound of water and I, I just like to have a view
1: me too there's something very comforting about a river sound mm-hmm. sometimes i go to sleep with that either a thunderstorm sound mm-hmm. or the river sound just that constant little water running yeah it's just like yeah. very chilling and uh calming maybe we we evolved to to associate that that means that we're going to be safe right because if we were back in the day living in tribes if we were by the river that's a good source of water it's probably yeah. gonna be plants and mm-hmm. animals and that kind of stuff it, it probably signifies health or, or life or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. My my dream home definitely I want it to feel very nature-y, but whatever technology it has, I want it to be modern as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so for like, sure, like like for Apple sure. Store meets luxurious tree house yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like i don't want to see cables anywhere I feel everything like... tucked in but then like a, like a sand or like a little river going through the middle of the house so oh, you know that... when they let the tree grow through the house yeah and they build a house around it you know what? i've seen that on twitter that
0: yeah. that's, i feel like i've seen that on twitter for sure yeah that is nice though it feels like uh this show that came on a cartoon network called Name kids next door i don't it think i ever saw that one it literally is a tree they're, yeah. they're it's a tree house on top of a house like there's a bunch of kids like
1: doing missions
0: <laughs> <laughs> and living out of a tree house that come that's coming out of their house so it sounds just like that
1: that feels like what life is like now with all of us creating here we're all just a bunch of kids doing missions no we're literally grown kids yeah <laughs> <laughs> the, the mission of the dance thing yeah. of the t-shirt of the podcast thing it's like hey yeah. guys what are we working <laughs> on today what are we
0: working on today literally that's fun and i mean hey that's we live a life of just freedom so
1: that that's what kids do. Yeah, kids are—they can learn anything. Mm-hmm. Like a baby can learn Chinese. A baby can learn any language, and that's yeah, why the so young kids that do most things end up being really good, mm-hmm. right? Like there's um, there's like a skateboarder. Now I was like nine years old doing the thing that Tony Hawk became the most famous for. Like when he did this trick called the nine hundred mm-hmm. back in the day. It was like. A massive achievement in skateboarding. Yeah, and now there's like kids kids doing, doing it. It's not because the skateboards got better or because they evolved as humans, but they their standards are different. Yeah, they're, I feel like they're like it's possible.
0: Yeah, they're daring. I feel like kids are daring. You know, they haven't you know experienced anything yet to know like oh this is scary or oh I can't do this or oh I'm gonna hurt myself. They're like oh that's how you do it. How you do it? Or you just have to do this with the board. Oh, Okay, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna keep trying until I get it. Like. You know, so I just feel like kids are just a lot more daring, which is like it's always great sometimes for me to even like teach kids because they're just they just go for it. They don't have a care in the world. They're just there to have fun and live their best life. So it's like, oh, it's so refreshing to, to see that, you know, you have to have a lot of patience, though, mm-hmm. but <laughs> <laughs> it is very refreshing to see them be just full out and daring
1: yeah, cool. well, because we said earlier, right, to take it back, that most of personal growth is unlearning, right, the insecurities and the negative self-talk and the traumas that we have to heal and release, right? Yeah. But kids, early on, they don't have as much as that. They're So they're open. Yeah. Which is what we should naturally be, mm-hmm. is open to try stuff. Exactly. Like you said, it's almost like the power of being naive. Yeah. They're like, well, they're not thinking about getting hurt. There's like yeah, I'll try that trick. Oh Why yeah, not? I'll do the, the thing, whatever. Why not? Yeah, it's like you have the little kids who are like chess geniuses or whatever, right? You have like 10-year-olds going to college. It's like, "What?" Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, cuz they're just okay, I'll do yeah. it. Yeah. They, they don't have the limitations.
0: No. At all. not not at all. Like they literally kids are just so curious about everything that they're going to seek out the answer. Yeah naturally they're, they're like what does this do yeah what is How this does do? this work don't touch that button i'm gonna touch the button because you told me not to touch but i want to see you know they're just curious kids are just curious
1: it's like it's a great skill to have i feel the, the what's that quote the artist is the kid that uh survived or something that never grew up yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> no that is if you keep your inner kid I feel like you'll always have that creative that creative side of yourself. No matter if you have a nine to five job, like yes. you're always gonna have that creative side because you're gonna always try to figure out how your schedule can work. You're yes. gonna be very flexible, you know what I'm saying? Like in your own way. So I keep that kid alive. Or you're gonna be the type of family where you go to the movies
1: every Friday with your family. Yeah. You know? Or you or, know, or you gonna, just skip along to work or whatever. Yeah. You, you can do things in a playful manner. Because mm-hmm. we, we can get more mature, yes. Of course. But at the same time, tapping more into the kid. Yeah. It's like both. Like you said, you're maturing as a choreographer, as a dancer, right? But mm-hmm. you're also tapping back in more to that freedom, but being able to control it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be
0: able to work and have a life and have that, you know, m- not merge together, but like have that work in harmony. You know what I'm saying? Elevate how I'm. Going to push my art and also finding what other interests I have, you know, finding how that even works as well. So, of course, you have to have that. You have to figure out how you can make your life work for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. straight up. Yeah, absolutely. It's trial and error. Do, are you religious? I am I would say that I'm religious and spiritual. I don't go to church all the time, but I do
1: connect with him. What's your thoughts about God? Um what's your what's your belief about God? What is who is God? What is God to you? He is
0: a person that navigates me on a plane that I cannot see. That's what I think. And then also there's the Christian side of me that know that he died for my sins and he's the savior on the cross. So, but my connection with him is not as like traditional for myself i think that it's also a relationship that you as the individual have to develop on your own and connect with him in your in your own way i don't think that it's i don't think that everybody connects the same way um but i do know that he is ordering my steps and guides my path and you know puts me in the right places where i need to be and watches over me for sure
1: so, i love that yeah do you uh is there difference? you between the word God and the word love? Um,
0: I think God is love, but I definitely can see where love show up in people. Uh, I don't necessarily think that it's separate, um, but I know love when I see it. What is love to you? Love to me, it's, it's a warm feeling. I feel like it is like giving um i think it's it's receiving but i feel like when you when you give love you receive love so i feel like once you give that um out then i think that you receive it naturally i it, like in a natural Yes. Like, i don't know how to explain it but like uh, the act of giving
1: it you feel it, it goes through you
0: yeah you're being loving so you know if you if you're being that then you know exactly what that kind of feels like back to you yes um so i think it's just literally just finding that from from people I you know what I mean like if you know what it is and I know when you'll know when to see where it comes from and when you see it you know like my mom of course has unconditional love for me because she does she does so much you know I know that my friends love me because they may do for me when I didn't ask or they may like reach out and call and you know what I'm saying so it's like those little things that people do that I think is love now with God that is an example of his love is showing it through people. I think that the blessings that I receive is God showing his love. I think the lessons mm. that I've learned is God showing his love. Yes, that too. You know, it's the good and the bad. That part. It's it's, it's how you come from it, you know, that makes you a stronger person. So I think love shows, shows up in different ways, and I think God
1: expresses his love in different ways as well. What was – can you be – as specific as you can be about a lesson that you learned here in LA. Like something that God um, put in your way that was in the, in the form of difficulty, but that you you saw as, as a gift eventually.
0: Um, the one thing that pops up to me, and I never thought that I would say this, is my height. I think that that is something that has really stopped me um, for a moment in my dancing career, because I knew what I wanted to do. I knew how talented I was. I knew that I could keep up as soon as I got here. I knew all these things. I didn't need anyone to tell me that I was I was great. I, I wanted to inspire people. Every time that you see me dance, I want to inspire you. Um, and I knew that I wanted to be that for a long time. Um, but when you're going to all these auditions and you're having to you know, audition in front of all these different choreographers who don't know you yet, um, it can get very difficult See, like hearing a no, you know, especially when it's not an open call, but like they're not really looking for anything specific. They're looking for talented movers who are talented in this, that, and the third. And you're like, okay, I fit the bill, you know, okay, so you go and I have, you know, a fit on. And then you get told no, 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 no. A lot of the time it's like, hmm, well, what is it? Is it me? Is it my t- is it my gift? You know, you always- Is it
1: my look? Or is whatever, it my look? Yeah. Like, what is
0: it? What can I do to switch it? Like, what can I do to, to make this work in my favor? Or do I need to switch something up? Like, what do I need to do? You start to question yourself. And so for a long time, um, that was something that I was like, okay, another audition. Like, I don't want to waste my time. And this, that, that, I started to just get negative about auditioning and not like excited about- having an audition to even go to. Um, and so after a while, um, I think maybe a year before the pandemic or the pandemic, um, I feel like I really just like kind of said whatever. Sorry. I think I just kinda of said whatever about it. And I think once I started to see myself in these spaces like on the billboards or dancing with Janet or doing something with Rihanna and Childish Gambino. I think that it was in those moments I was like, okay, cool, I know that I can do it. It's just, It just doesn't look like everybody else's version. It looks like my own. I'm able to perform and dance with people that others don't really get the chance to work with and it be a very like, iconic body of work you know what I'm saying that's why I feel like even with Beyonce or Chris or Ariana like those people I would love to go on tour with because they create hefty bodies of work to where they want to etch their creativity in history I don't want to be a part of something that just is being thrown together just because we do it I want it to be something that resonates with the culture yeah. of, of this art form
1: yeah 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 and then and then your height something that you said maybe at first you thought was more like an insecurity or something then it's part of like your look now it's like it's part of the gift it is and i think that a lot of people tell me he's like how do
0: you dance so big it's like well i'm, I'm having to reach the heights of you know, <laughs> I'm having to you know figure it out but i think that i've developed something unique to myself now because of that of that shortcoming because I have to figure out how to make sure that I still stand out in a good way and be clean and be able to mesh with other people. Um, My, me, my energy and me being full out, I think that that also helped me to overcome that as well, because I discovered that that's something special and unique about me as well. Yeah. I also tell myself all the time that I look good, not because I'm trying to be conceited, but because when a lot of people are telling you that you're not the look and you, and you don't fit, I need to know that I know I need to know that I fit and that I could do the job if given the opportunity. Like I need to know that within myself so that I can move forward to the next thing. I don't need the validation of this choreographer or anybody for me to be like, oh, okay, I'm I'm ready to rise to the occasion. I'm already ready. I, otherwise I wouldn't be here,
1: you know? Yes. And you have to tell yourself that. Yeah. I think sometimes people feel weird about talking to themselves. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, no, no. You hear everybody else talk to you. You put on the news and you have all all that fear programming happening and you let people talk shit about you. Okay, so you can listen to all of them, but you can't listen to yourself? No, we have to look at the mirror have and say, to. you know what? I do look good. I do deserve this. I'm proud of myself. Like yeah. when you can look at yourself in the mirror in the eyes and say, Hey, I love you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Have to.
0: You have to. And I think that we I didn't always spend that much time with myself. I was always on the go on to the next person. So this to this performance, that performance, oh school, like it was always on go for a, a lot of my life. And I think that once I became an adult and having to fend for myself, I think there was like, oh wait, I have to like take, I have to pay these bills and like I have to do this and I have to do that. But also like, I need to understand that I'm a human being. What do I need? How does this make me feel? What can I do to put myself in a better situation? All of those things, you know, having to play a part in you know doing the work to make sure that you are confident in what it is that you're doing so that you can put out the best version of yourself so you can be a part of something and put your best foot forward even when I was doing Fenty like that was one of the most amazing experiences because I got to be around other people who are just as talented as I am and we're all trying to make this project work you know where In dirt, you know, we are trying to create amazingness and greatness and still be clean. You know, that that's something that you can't teach. That that's an experience, you know, and it's things like that where I'm like, wow, I didn't need this to let me know that I'm I'm here. However, I am here. And look, there's somebody at home that's watching that's seen how far I've come and get to be like, if he can do it, I can. That that. Is when you feel I feel like I've done my job. Yes. Not because I didn't get the job, because I'm too this, but when I do get that job, that right job, and someone is seeing me in that light, I'm I'm putting y'all on too, you know. I'm yes. telling you that you can. You're showing what's possible. It's what's possible. That's all I want. That's that's that is what makes me happy.
1: How when did you find out you were gonna do the Fenty show with Rihanna?
0: Um, I want to say I actually happened to, I actually didn't know this at the time, but I was lucky enough to work on the skeleton project with her and to set, get the choreography together.
1: For those who don't know, skeleton crews, when they put like a rough draft of the choreography with dancers that may not be in the final piece.
0: Right, exactly. So even in in that process, I didn't know if I was on the job, but, um, best believe we was working hard. So, um. But I think maybe two weeks before the rehearsals were supposed to start for the project, I think I found out about it. Um, And in that moment, I was like, oh, seeing what was done in Skeleton Crew, I'm excited to see what more we're going to do. Because I I only saw like a little bit. I didn't even know like what the whole show was going to be. And finally getting into the room and seeing how the whole show was panning out. It was like, oh, this is about to go crazy. And even when we saw whatever little we did see, there was still so more, so much more that we ended up seeing later in the process. And it was like, oh, I didn't even know that this was even, oh, the, wow, it, yeah. I can't wait to see the finishing product. So, and then getting to the set and seeing where everything was and like we saw the visual aspect of it, like the drawings, but to see it actually put together, it it looked amazing. Yeah. So that process was, was pretty cool.
1: And like you said, you went full out on the skeleton crew. Mm -hmm. right like some people might be like oh i'm just in the skeleton crew so i'm gonna phone it in no No. you go (laughs) full out you need every time
0: you don't know who's about to see this this video and also you want the choreographer to feel like the choreography looks good so if you're not like putting in effort to make sure that they feel confident in what they're putting out like that's not someone that they would want to work with right you know what i mean like you have to be smart obviously like i'm I'm not, a, I'm not a kiss up. I'm not, I've never been one of those people. <laughs> I've never been one of those people, but I will work hard. If I, if it's clear to me what it's, what it is supposed to be, I'm gonna fight for that. And if I mess up, I'm gonna not mess up the next time. And I'm gonna go more full out because I messed up. You know, there's things that I'm just gonna do to make sure that I'm putting my best foot forward um, for a choreographer that's putting her, their best foot
1: forward. Yeah, so. How'd you like working with Missy?
0: Man, I was nervous the whole time. I was I was really trying to like keep my composure because you know this is this was an icon. You know, like she literally, I grew up dancing to her her music. Like my first performance was to her music. Like to lose control. Like that's that piece will never lose my brain or never be yeah. put out of my brain because. It was just that iconic, you know. Um, and so being in the rehearsal with her, she's at everyone and she's watching everything. She's hands on. She's hands on. And in those moments, like, I don't want to be looked at as like lazy or I don't want to be looked at as someone that don't know what they're doing. And she she knows what she's doing. She knows what she's talking about. So when she's saying like "um oh, somebody, somebody's off, I don't really know you know who it is, <laughs> you know exactly who it is. So, but it's, she was never like, to me, she was never like scary or mean or nothing like that. There was right. a lot of respect that I had for her. So her being in the room, it's like, oh, okay. She's in the room, like let's respect her space. Um, But for the most part, she was smiling and she put her, t- her two cents in and, you know say what she have to say. What project was this for? This was for a, um, they, she was asked to perform at a nightclub and um, Patron, you know, brought her out to um, perform and we had a dinner and um, they, she got a wax figure in the Madame Toussaint uh, Wax Museum. Oh, dope. So it was like a weekend event um, and I had the chance to perform with her at the club. That must have been legendary. It it really was. I was living my childhood dream and I couldn't wait to lose control that I know like it it's it's full out, but my childhood me was
1: like hype. What does Missy mean to the culture?
0: She she's like the party. She's the party, she's the dance. If Missy's here, we about to get up and dance. Like you don't come you don't come and listen to Missy and, and expect to sit down or you know be like chilling. Like you're about to be up either about to be rocking or you're about to be dancing. Like yes. one of the two. But you're definitely, definitely, definitely not to, not about to be sitting
1: in your seats. It's feel good. It's rhythmic. It's playful mm-hmm. too. Yes. How she raps. Yes. She's a
0: character. Yes. I love rappers who. Her cause videos.
1: Cause so creative. So
0: innovative. So innovative. I think that that is. That's the level of creativity that I want to have in like concepts. Like yes. when
1: you do concepts.
0: Like of course it's great to just have like a fit that you know is cohesive with a group of people but like let's let's take it up like i want to top it like do something that's never been done before how can you make that happen what what's in your brain you know what i mean Like, i want to put out things that yeah hasn't been seen before and or like oh i never i never thought that that's was something how that could look you know that's different i think that is that's keep you innovative and keep you fresh
1: i love that she's still around and relevant Right. Because she, you know, a lot of people from the old school don't always stay in the conversation. But Missy is just one of a kind. When you can when your name is down to a single name. You don't you don't have to say Elliot. (laughs) Right. It's just one Missy. It's one Missy. It's just only
0: one Missy. What
1: other Missy do you know? How dope is that when somebody like the word missy before ever that's her? You know exactly who you're talking about with that. And that's a big word. Because it's like everybody misses this, misses that. No, no, no But no, that's Missy. Missy.
0: Missy. Not Mrs. Not Miss. She could be Miss.
1: But Missy, you know. No.
0: You know exactly. That's, that's top tier. That's legendary. That's legendary. Yeah. <laughs> that is like top tier icon right there. You just can say a part or the whole name. And you know exactly who that is. That means she... Ben made it, but she made it. Like, yes. she put in the work for sure. For yes. sure. So working with her was definitely one for the books for sure. I will never forget that. And then performing, you know, the, a lot of the dancers always say, you know, you gotta be gotta be on your toes because, you know, you might you might do it again. And it's like, wait, we might do what again? Uh, you know, the, the song or the piece. Just be ready. Be ready. Okay. All right, because oh, she might feel it on stage and say she I'm might feel cold. It be like, "Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up," and that's what happened on stage. We literally started, you know, get your freak on, and then she said, "Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on." We was about to we was about to start the actual chorus. We did the whole yeah. chorus, and we was about to start the verse, and she stopped it right when we was about to start the verse to start it over. Cause she was like, "I'ma need y'all to get up and you know start dancing. Y'all not hype enough for me." And we started again from the top.
1: Yes. You have to be connected. It's a, it's a, It's like a whole ecosystem on stage. Everybody, yeah. the drummer, everybody, the whole the mm. DJ, whoever it is, they all have to feel it. You all have to yes. feel it because you're an extension of her. Yeah. And you have to be ready for whatever it is that
0: she does. Yeah. You have to be ready. That's and amazing. That's what I learned you know, working
1: with her is that you just got to always be on your toes. That must be a, a nice, like, I made it moment. It was, I, I ain't made it yet, but, but that
0: definitely was like, We never feel
1: like we made it, but that's a good one. That's, I was really, I was
0: smiling and didn't even care that I was smiling that much. I was like, wow. It was like, like, (laughs) ah, I was
1: hype. I was hype all the time, all the time. Especially looking up to her, you know, growing up because a lot of times we think, well, maybe by the time I can work with them, they'll be retired. Mm. Mm Hmm. But it's like, nah. Yeah. She's still around. You were able to be a fan, mm-hmm. idolize, mm-hmm. and then meet, connect, create. And have a good experience working with her. Yes, which is also rare. Yeah. Like, because not you know, with her, but just, you know, with meeting celebrities or Yeah. Whatever, like,
0: yeah. I, you know, you always hear, like, don't meet
1: your, your heroes. Your heroes. You know what yeah. I'm saying?
0: And to meet one of my heroes and it be a great experience, like, that made it even better. You know what I'm saying? So. That's, it. Was it was really great working with her, and even like Janet too, because that's her best friend. It was great working with her as well. She was super nice.
1: What were some of your favorite people you've worked with, artist wise? Mm.
0: Um, I would have to say Janet, and I would have to say um, Missy, and it was great working with Zendaya when I worked with her. Mm. Zendaya was very friendly oriented, super nice. Um, I like that Missy was hands-on and that her costumes were fly and it just her rehearsals were ran smoothly. Um, and with um with Janet, that happened to be like a huge cast of people. Yeah. And immediate immediately it felt like a family it felt like we were all in this together trying to make this vision come to life that's what i hear i hear janet treats her dancers so well she treated us so well like she introduced herself to every last dancer um and she like picked our costumes like she like put them together herself that's amazing yeah she was really hands-on and and she did it with so much grace like it was like you wanted to hug her because she was just mm. so kind, so nice. And then when we would be in rehearsal, and she would like kill it, and you're like,
1: "That's why you're you, right? That's why you are who you are because you just get it." And like, she can still be nice and sweet and gentle, but then when it's time to go, it's time off, go to off, go
0: off, she nail it every time. Because I'm like, as I'm like doing my track, I'm nosy, so every time I'm doing my track, I'm, I'm always watching where she's at because I want to see like what she's mm-hmm. doing. Um, and she just was just walking to her marks and she was just like, I was like, wow, she just, she just knows that she's lit. And I was just like, wow, wow. I, you can't, you can't say nothing else but wow. yes, Cause she's just, she's beautiful and she is just one, a great performer. She's a great performer.
1: And a legendary person. Mm-hmm. Does a lot for the community with all the projects she brings people onto. Mm-hmm. what message do you have for because um, I know you got to go pretty soon what What mm-hmm. message do you have for up and coming artists right they could be dancers or, or just an up and coming creator who has potential but is feeling shy to put themselves out there I would say be brave you have to
0: be brave I, we are an artist and we're sensitive about our stuff I, I get it but I feel as though <clears throat> I feel as though that when it comes to something that you love, it nobody can touch it because at the end of the day, it's coming from an authentic place. So whatever it is that you put out is going to be enough. So I would say just continue to, you know, search for inspiration and don't copy what you are inspired by, but definitely take the bits and parts and pieces that you do like and try to fit it into what it is that you do and what you like to do to make your art, sorry, to make your art as unique as possible and tailored to you. So that when we're we're watching it,
1: we can tell that it's your art. Yes, because so many times, it's nice to be inspired by other people, Mm -hmm. right? The, The catalyst that makes us want to create. But ultimately the art has to be authentic to the creator. Yeah. Because what what you're really doing is expressing yourself. Mm -hmm. And I try to use this analogy of like imagine that I was trying to reconnect with like a great grandparent or something that I never met. And imagine that they had a painting Mm -hmm. that they made. Mm -hmm. That they made. If I knew nothing else about them, but I could at least see that painting, it would tell me something about them. Right. It would. Even if the painting was half finished and burned on the side. It tells me something. Tells me something that they were busy; they couldn't finish it. It still tells me something exactly. about them. There's yeah. technically no such thing as wrong art. Mm-hmm. It's just, is it authentic, first and foremost? Yeah. And, so, and and, it, and then you get into the, is it executed well? Yeah. Right? And that's the, the 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 practice of doing art. Yeah, I was about right? saying
0: that's the that's the technicality. That's the things that you can go and 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 brush up and clean up another time, but. As as a whole embodiment of, of the art, you are you for a reason. And you just have to figure I I think that artists, I say this about dancers, but I'm just going to say artists as well, that we are like mutants. Mm-hmm. Like if you think about X-Men, like they all have different abilities. And some people know how to control them more than others. And some people don't. And that's why they go to the Xavier School to figure yes. it out. You just have to figure out what your superpower is and how to use it. So that's what I would say to you. You are an extraordinary gifted student and you just
1: have to hone in on your gifts. Straight up. Swag, so like, I'm so happy for you, bro. Thank you. I know we've never got to have like a real deep conversation but I've mm-hmm. always admired watching you perform. Thank you so much. I like you're a genuine person and an incredible performer. And, and I know I say this a lot, but I really mean it, you're like you're just getting started. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. Like <clears throat> you're so creative. Like you just are, and you're inspired Mm -hmm. by a lot of people around
0: me. For yes, yo, people are so dope, and I love, I love how dance really is universal. We cannot speak the same language, but I can see what it is that you, how much work you put into your. Yes, yes. The way you move.
1: Well, I can't wait to see what else you bring to this world. Thank you so much. I can't wait
0: for you to see it as well. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be for It's gonna be fresh.
1: Yeah. Where can people find you?
0: You can follow me everywhere at Yo It Swag. Uh, you can subscribe to my YouTube, Little Rich Hip Hop Prince. A. Um, and you can find me on my website at richswag.com.
1: Dude, thank you for coming and thanks for being flexible um, on the thank schedule. You, I'm thank glad we so finally got me. to connect.
0: Yeah, I'm glad that this was able to work out. It's able to work out at the right time. I'm just glad that it was able to happen. Me too, man. Cheers. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks
1: for sharing the moment. Of course, thank you.